I had to switch to the internal microphone on the on the deal. It kicked off my my main mic. Hello, hello. There we go. Now they, nobody has censored the big guy on, as far as the audio. All right. Apologize for the technical difficulties. We should be. Yeah, we're working now. We're on the internal mic. The the main microphone. Every two months this happens. It just randomly will kick me off. I'll have to do a whole restart on the whole on the whole programming, and uh, we'll we'll be off and running for tomorrow. With that, we are streaming live on uh, Instagram and TikTok. Swing on over here to Ryback TV, where you guys are the co-host of the show. The ebb and flow of the show goes where your questions goes: health, fitness, supplementation, pro wrestling, sports, and anything and everything in between. With that, guys, this show is available on all audio platforms, podcast platforms. Uh, iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated. With that, and this show is brought to you by my Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line, sweetened with stevia and among fruit, no harmful artificial sweeteners or colors. For all people, men and women, he, she, and the feedmemore.com. Got the only gains tank top on today. These are our best-selling tanks and you know, merchandise in general. It's the only gains are going to be part of a little new marketing strategy going forward. Feed Me More Nutrition, no pain, only gains. With that, Feed Me More Dot com new customers 30% off Ryback 30 returning customers 20% off discount code feed me 20 feed me 20 on that guys and you get a free bottle of our two sweet blood sugar support formula great for when you're having your high carb meals or cheat meals check that out yours free just for buying the best supplements and merch on the planet all right well this is the best place to watch on Ryback TV and, and I'll whatever you have on on uh, Spotify, iTunes, Android. I don't know what the what the the audio, the main one that comes with, with, with Android. I haven't had one of those in like 12, 13, 14 years. So uh if not, wait, maybe longer than that actually. 
maybe maybe 15 plus now. I did have an Android at one point, but but I, I got away from that and, and went over to the iPhone and was quite happy with it. I'm not really a big phone like a guy. Like I don't, you know. There's some people that have like all the Apple stuff. Like they can't have anything but Apple. It's it's, it's a, like I just don't get it. I mean, I guess if everything's synced, but like it, it, it's which it is. But it's still, like the iPhone, that's really of no benefit to anything. It's you know, I don't I don't. There's like the the iTunes and, and that for the music, but you can get music anywhere on any phone. I never had a problem. Had it an Android. I I don't. But I just made the switch and. I never looked back after that. I just kind of stayed with iPhone. All right. We'll get to your question to your guys. Let's see what we got going on. Sweet sugar, sugar in the house. Yes, guys. Thank you, Tony, for, for screaming. Turn on the mic earlier. That was uh, the mic was on. The mic got shut off because the, the main mic got kicked off the show. So I had to switch over to the internal mic on the old MacBook. And uh, so the, the the audio will be slightly less quality on the podcast probably for today's show. It's still fine. I just notice, I do notice a slight difference when using using the main microphone. What do we got going on today, guys? Uh, little guy's it's birthday. Little guy is now six years old. It's... Uh, I, I put up a, a video on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter of uh, him, Sophie, and since secrets here, we're getting secret, talk about my dad's dog. Um, she's doing much better, still has a ways to go, but doing much better, taking her meds, eating a bit, and uh, going to the bathroom more normal. And uh, But she was in a bad way. I was mentally, she's over 12 now, and I was, we. it was pretty much, she hadn't eaten a lot in the last two and a half weeks. She got attacked by my dad's other dog, Daisy, who is a much bigger, stronger pit bull. But it wasn't Daisy. They love each other. It's a really weird thing that it's happened twice. It's when they get around other dogs um, and something in them gets triggered and where they'll like kind of attack each other. It, it happened once when my dad had him boarded at a vet and uh, she was injured really bad. This was many years ago. And then she recovered and, and they... They lie by each other. They lick each other. It's such a weird thing. But Daisy is a younger, more hyper, stronger. Like, she's the only dog I've ever been around where I was like, like, where I could feel her strength. And that, that I personally have just been around a lot. There's tons of other dogs out there like that. But just in my lifetime and where she, like, jumps on, like, I could feel her strength. And I'm like, man, she's, if she was, a, you know, she she would be, can cause a lot of damage. And, uh the neighbors, kids, two and a half weeks ago over that now. Uh, the young kid, I think they got a Frenchie, and uh, they they really probably shouldn't have a friend, any kind of dog. They they leave the little kid out front, like from what I've heard, and like I came over and seen it. They, the kids like playing with the dog in the street. It's like I'm talking, it's, it's a little kid, like where it should be supervised, and, and let alone a dog without a leash and, and that whole jazz. But they were letting the kids, I think there were multiple kids that by dad's gate, where they were letting the dog antagonize so uh, secret and, and Daisy. And my dad didn't have the mesh on the gate, which he has since put mesh on the gate so they can't see. And then he put a, a, a big board that he had had he put up in, against the, back, the house so they can't even get to the gate. So there's like 10 feet eight to 10 feet between the gate and where the board is. 
so that this never happens again. Because what are you gonna? You can't really do it. Like the neighbors can't rely on. They're letting the kids out there on their own, anyways. They're, I mean, they're really tiny, and you can't. They're kids, but they, they also can't have that happening. She almost died, and uh, my dad luckily got home shortly after it happened. He was golfing, and uh, had it happened early in the day, and she was didn't. She would have died. She would have bled to death. Um, but they they turned on each other when that happened, and uh, so she had to go get get all patched up and, and stitched up in multiple places. But Daisy got a hold of her back leg pretty good, and it looked like she caused some nerve stuff with her back legs where she could still move, but she has a little bit of nerve damage, which I've dealt with with Sophie. But she's a bigger dog, 44 pounds, you know, a uh, little pit bull mix, and, uh, and she's over 12. So, so anyways, after my dad got her fixed and back home, and I go over there and see them multiple times a week and, um, and went and saw her and she, it was eating a little, but not a lot. Like, no, cause she had trouble moving too. And so my dad was giving her like some treats here and there, and, but she was under eating for days and then she just stopped eating. And then, so I would, would go over and, and got her to eat some chicken and steak for a few days, like not a lot though, but at least she's getting something and like trying to figure out what's going on. My dad, you know, my dad's 74 and he can still active golfs multiple times a week. And, uh, and, and, but you know, he, he's, he's an older man now and, and, uh, and he loves those dogs more than anything, but, but, you know, he, he only can try so many times. He's not as, I think is experienced with, with, things like this is maybe, maybe I am or, or other dog people. And, uh, and that you got to sometimes just keep trying things. You can't let her go without eating too much for too long. And, but he wasn't giving her her medication because she wouldn't take the medication and he didn't, didn't know enough clever ways. And like, she's very picky with her eating. So like, then I, I, I eventually, I just told my dad, she's coming home with me. I got it. We got to get her away and get her like, so I got her. I took her back to the vet. We had got new pain medication. She needed to go on prednisone and, and, a, and, a, and a pain medication they gave her. Um, they couldn't give her the shot because her kidneys, they're high normal. because It's just of age. So they don't want to stress her kidneys. So we can't give her a shot because it, that's then risky with her kidneys. See what I'm saying? So the prednisone, they wanted to put her on the oral at a lighter dosage. And, uh, but we couldn't get her to eat. And I had her here, we couldn't get her to eat. And, and she was going on three days of no food and getting really, she was really weak and her legs were, were pain was bad. She was making noise. And I, and I was, I, I told my dad, he came and saw her and I think he was prepared. I go, we have like one day to get her to go here. I, I go, because otherwise I can't keep her in this, like, it's going to, I just don't know what else to do. The vet, we had her there multiple times. It, 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 I'm not, it, it's just, what are you going to do? She at 12 has always been the age of my dogs, but I'm like, she was in such great shape before this outside of her legs being, she, you know, she's, she's getting a little older, but she's good. And uh, so, so I, I put that stuff online on Twitter and different things that people put some suggestions. And it was, I go, I don't know if somebody mentioned something with a food syringe and, and crushing up the medicine and uh, and putting in bone broth or something and seeing if she would drink it. But it, it turned into my mom had a food syringe and a pill crusher. And, and I just go, let's just put it into the bone broth and inject it down her throat 
we just got to get her started on this because she's I she wasn't eating because of the pain. It, it would not, so that was the problem. So my dad couldn't get her the pain medicines to start. So that's why the eating, which wasn't going to be probably great to begin with. So it was finally figured that out. I go, all we have to do is probably get her just to take this prednisone once with the, with the gabapentin, the pain pill. But the pe uh, prednisone is the main thing because with Sophie, with all her back stuff, that was the thing that really helped her calm down and gets the inflammation down and allowed her to, to start eating. And um, we did it. And then sure enough, hours later, she finally took a piece of bacon, little piece of bacon, because I'd got her sausage and bacon from McDonald's because I was trying anything. And I just remembered, I go, dogs, whatever it is with McDonald's, we eat that usually no matter what because of the stuff. She wouldn't eat the sausage, though. But I got, thank God, I got just a couple strips of bacon just to see. She ate the McDonald's bacon. I go, boom, ordered bacon, had bacon sent on the way and uh, and waited, cooked it. And then we started giving her bacon. So for one day, she ate, she ate probably a pound of bacon in pieces all throughout the day because we just had to get her get her going. We had to get something to get her strength. And, and it was like, I was like, it's going to be some sodium. But I go, she's depleted anyways. Let's just get her. And then then we'll get her back to the chicken and, and maybe a little bacon. And then we used the bacon to put the pills in for the rest of it for the second dose of the day. And she's been, that was over, what, three, four days ago now. And she's been going now and, and she took a few bites out of her dog food we got the other day and i'm just trying to get her she, we need to get her on that dog food as quick as possible and uh because that has that has the good all the nutrients and then the fiber and the stuff that she needs so we're trying to get that but her strength and her moving and her energy levels are are great but so i have her i'm probably keeping her here for for maybe a week or two weeks it, it depends i know my dad misses her and, and the other dog misses her but but uh, the other dog it scares me because she she not I don't think she's gonna attack her or anything again like I, I'm not it she's just rambunctious and secret needs to be living like kind of like Sophie a calm lifestyle like I don't even let my dogs around my dad's other dog I don't I don't trust her in that sense she's just too big and strong in dealing especially with Sophie but even little guy they used to play together when they were puppies and she just got so big I go if she ever just does anything and just they're little dogs, you know, my dogs, they go, they, they can't just, and I've been through so much with them. I'm like, I'm gearing up to get ready for everything. I go, I don't have time. I go, we got to just, so I don't ever let them, don't even let, let them around her, but uh, we'll see what happens. And the, the worst, you know, if she has to stay here, I would love that. And then my dad can come visit her and, and, and see her, you know, with the other dog throughout the week, but we'll have to see. It's just, but it's a lot more work I, for the last Four days, five days, I've been preparing. I go, I'm going to have to go put my other dog down, go put her down with my dad's dog. But I got her four years ago when, when we lost Roxy from the neighbors. And and it was just like, I was like, God. But now it's like, okay, we're going to, she's going to get better. Now it, it's just taking care of like another little sick kid with Sophie and little guy. And they're like, they love her to death, but they also get a little jealous because they like having all the attention. So it's been uh, four days of just, just, doing everything from home and, and but staying home a lot more to, to take care of them. So I hope she gets better all the way too. And I, I think she hopefully uh, will. Of course, we had someone, hello, right back. Can you debut WWE again? Thank you, Raman, for listening to my story about having to possibly put my dog down. I'm glad that that was running through your mind though, that as I'm, t I'm sharing a personal story of, of my dogs that I love very much. You are everybody 
Everyone go tell this guy what a special human being that he is. Ramen, shock, whatever the fuck you say your last name. This is the people. I'm just going to go ahead and cut a little promo on you in front of everybody. Rock, man, whatever your, your fucking name is. This is what was really annoying with wrestling, quote unquote, fans or marks, the negative ones. That so many of you, and there's so many good ones. We're not talking about the good ones. But there's a portion of you that cannot think or talk about anything else in the world except for pro wrestling. And you usually re reference everything or compare everything to pro wrestling. And like always got to use wrestling terminology on every. It's just odd. It's very odd behavior that you can't function normally and just love wrestling. You pepper it in a little bit. This, But like that, I just shared a personal heartfelt story of what is going on in my life and what we're doing in, in, in getting my dog secret to, to hopefully stay alive. And the only thing running through your brain is, can you return back to WWE again? You, 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 and you literally fucking typed it out like a goddamn fucking idiot, like the fucking idiot Mark that you are. You are a piece of shit. And I just want you to know that. And I don't give a fuck about you. Okay. I never will ever. And if I ever meet you at a meet and greet, I'll tell you to your face. I don't give a fuck about you. All right. Now get the fuck out of here. Go outside, get some fresh air and, uh, and, and go fucking shove a hot dog down your fucking throat long ways. You little bitch. <sighs> All right. Sorry for that, guys. Sorry. We're going to go ahead and shut TikTok off, guys. Go over just so they don't. That was a that was a bit much for maybe TikTok. We ended the TikTok live. We got it. Good deal. <laughs> Keep TikTok. But I, I, hey, brother, I, it's, I'm being serious, man. Like you need to hear that from somebody. I don't know if you have no parents or they didn't tell you or they're fucking huge marks. Like get your shit together, brother. This is you know there's no just no need to just compare and, and not listen. You know, not be compassionate. To, to the situation, you know, just all you got going through your head is WWE, 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 like that nonstop, just buzzing through that fucking skull of yours. All right, let's get back to, I feel, I feel a lot better. Whoever said that, it's good to let that stuff out sometimes. I think we're going to have a good rest of the show now. The guy, some of you need to hear this. Other people will try to be nice. And I'm just going to tell you straight up, you know, because I, I give people chances, but hello, hello. Good to see all of you guys. Welcome to the Ryback Show. Super chats are always appreciated and pulled up on the screen. Let me see here. We got rid of that guy. A little shell shock here. Yeah, there's more to life than pro wrestling. And this is a show, we, we talk about wrestling. I talk about it all the time. I love wrestling. But but I, I also, it's like, just common sense of like, like listening, you know, I don't know. And before it just, it's, uh, sweet sugar sugar. So sorry, big guy. I hope your pup fully recovers. Uh, you love your dogs very much. Also, you missed my first super chat. Much love to you and your pups. Thank you very much, Tyler. We don't we we can't leave a, a super chat unanswered here on the Ryback show. Let me uh there we go. Let me pull it up and see.
Thank you, Daniel. Yep, everything's going to be all right. Hopefully, whether we, we're going to have to wait and see the the nerve nerves in her leg. She's moving and walking around good. She definitely isn't what she was, but and she can't jump. But we'll uh, as long as she can move and walk around all right, and she's not like suffering, we're, we're good. I'm hoping to get a good stretch with her here, and at some point, it's going to happen. I don't know if she can go a year. I don't know if she can luck, go, luck at, you know, just pull a magic trick out of her ass and go too. I don't know with this, but uh, I'm hoping. I just want her to feel good and we'll go one day at a time. Super chat. First off, happy birthday, little guy. Thank you very much, Tyler. Thank you, Tyler. That was from Little Guy. Uh, I'm currently eating a cheeseburger with waffle fries and watching Ferris Bueller's Day Off, LOL. Tyler, that, that, I'm not going to lie, that meal sounds amazing. I just had a, one fig, five blueberries, and a can of uh, pickled beets uh, that I rinsed off with my new water uh, filter. I had to get a new water filter for my Watermaker 5 that goes under the sink to have the clean filtered water because Vegas water is the shits. If you did not know that. And uh, we, you do not, the, the, the metal, whatever the, the testing is, the regular tap water is like in the five or six hundreds it comes back the reading ppg whatever the particles per gallon it's it's something ridiculous but you need to be drinking like under like 10 or something or like 15 it's at like 500 something and then the water filter drops it to to zero and then but every like year year and a half i got to switch out that water filter it was probably i made it this one made it a year and a half and uh maybe a tad under that because by the time we noticed it was already I go, okay, and but I had to switch that out earlier under the sink and rinse off my pickled beets with that. So I did not get to eat a – I'm going to have a nice little hungry protein shake with, with natural peanut butter after this. And, you know, that's great. I love that. That's one of my favorite things I look forward to, that peanut butter every day, big scoop of peanut butter. But the uh, – that, that meal sounds sounds absolutely amazing. Tyler, how are you watching Ferris Bueller's Day Off and also watching the Ryback show? Listening to the Ryback show. Are you multitasking? Or do you just have me on mute and you just like you just ask the question, then undo it for the question? I don't know. Tim T in the house. Uh it's your boy Tim T, my friend. Delicious. <laughs> Oh, Tim, 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 Tim. <laughs> oh, that guy. I don't know why. Tim, I, I, I'm trying to read this seriously. Hold on. Big guy, your boy, Tim T. My friend, Delicious. His name is Delicious. Um, <laughs> uh, purchased your testosterone booster, the big guy. Testosterone booster available on feedmemore.com. He purchased other stuff from the gym before and said that he had heart palpitations. I'm not laughing at the heart palpitation. It's a very serious matter. He will try feed me more nutrition. <laughs> I would, yeah, just anything, you know, I don't know what he purchased at the gym before. But uh, he needs to, uh, I, I hope I'm using the he, she, or they, uh, whatever they purchased. Um, I, I don't know what that was or what their situation is, but they should always, you should always check with your, with your physician, you know, if you have a, uh, 
a medical condition before taking any supplements, you know, whether they're, they're ours or, or anyone's uh, in the majority of stuff and there's outside of, you know, unless there's certain blood pressure issues or heart issues with that, like the caffeine and, you know, the wake up and you got to, that's why we always advise half a serving for that stuff with people. There's other people that like, like me before that like the full dose and, you know, I've cut back on my caffeine with all that, but uh, you should be fine. They could, you could just literally screenshot and send to the doctors anything and say, and they could usually tell them and they look at the ingredients and, and we've always had really positive feedback from doctors, from, from our customers. So where they, they don't, you know, but it's, that's not, I don't, I don't want to, I don't know the situation. I'm not a doctor and I would never, ever tell anyone to just, yeah, go buy them. But I'd say, go check it, send screenshots of the, the ingredients of the particular ones, the formulas you're looking at, and always, always better to be to be safe. Hope Delicious is doing well. <laughs> uh, Tim, I, I don't know. That's never gonna. Tim, Tim T it is sidekick Delicious. Just drinking Zevias all day. Hypothetically speaking, if Delicious was a pro wrestler, uh, what would their finishing move be? Uh, I don't know, maybe the tonsil tickler. That sounds like something that the Delicious would do, and it's 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 the mandible claw, but he, he shoves. Was it was it two fingers? Maybe he shoves two fingers really deep down your throat. That's Delicious, and he gets this just just this crazy possessed, just kind of this sexual deviant just possessed by a demon look as he's gouging down your throat with the the tonsil tickler as he calls it but it it's anything but tickling to the to the opponent a lot of politics going on when delicious is out there's well, a lot of the guys don't want to put delicious over they don't want delicious shoving and cramming these their fingers down their throat <laughs> uh <laughs> and then we get a special WrestleMania match with Delicious and the Return of Mankind, and uh, and Mankind and Delicious go on to win the tag team championships per Vince McMahon's request, uh, and and have a very lengthy title reign <laughs> with the mandible claw and the tonsil tickler. Oh. <laughs> uh. I love random questions where I can just make up stupid shit. Tim T is their manager just drinking Zevias all the time. That's their one of their – Tim T always has a loaded Zevia can in his pocket ready. So, like, he always finishes because he, he drinks, like, 15 of these fucking things every day. You've seen it on. He's always bragging about how many Zevias he's had. The and, You know, don't get me wrong. They're delicious. But he keeps one in – no pun intended. The he keeps one in in his pocket and he hits the, the opponent in the head with a loaded Zevia can. They're one of the the promotions made sponsors. Oh, Vince would absolutely love that. That <laughs> uh, sounds like yeah. I, I I might have a few similarities to the Vince booking in, in the Ryback booking. I'm just entertaining myself. I do not care what you guys want. I am literally, I mean, I would care more than he does because I, I, but I would, I would, I would, I would still do what I want on a lot of other things. 
just all just all the time just to please myself do many plank exercises as part of a workout do you many do you many plank do i do many plank exercises as part of your workout how long is best to hold them for and how many per day so i used to love planks i i would after my shoulder i stopped doing them because it caused grinding in my shoulder i uh i have to see if i could i was able to do them a while back and in pretty good but it was like until we get all the shoulder issues and, and stuff i've been i've been i pulled back on those but i would just usually do a couple times a week like on ab day at the end of ab day i would just do a few sets of, of just planks you could do side planks and those are harder too on my on my right side with how my arm was with how bad and everything wasn't working properly um they're great it, it it it's there's no right or wrong answer it's one what can you what can you do it's you know look you can go plank there's people that do things to such an extreme that it doesn't benefit them at all like like they're just wasting their time whereas you know and i'm talking about people that like oh i planked for 10 minutes or 8 minutes it's like okay cool why I don't know. I did it. Okay, cool. But like, you know, you can just do three one-minute rounds or two one-minute rounds or three 30-second rounds and and get the benefits of it that you need, right? And and not – it's like unless you're going to do a plank contest where you're the world's plank championships. But I've like seen ridiculous things where some people can hold planks for like really long time. I'm like, I'll get great. Nothing against any – do what you want. But I'm like, that what a – I, I just, I, I don't, I, I just like, I mean, I'm going to see how long I can plank for. I want to set the world Guinness world record of planks. Like everyone's different in their own unique way with that. It's just not something that I ever, I can't relate to. I don't, I don't get I'd rather do other things with that. But, uh, you know, just add, I think adding it in, in just in, in small amounts and, and you can increase that slowly over time. You know, you're just essentially, you're doing it just to strengthen your core right? And, and just work the other muscles and, and stability. So is it really, does it matter if you, if you planked for 20 minutes a day, or if you just did it for two or three minutes a day, you know what I'm saying? And that's where I think learning this kind of stuff. And, you know, I, I never, you know, I might, I would just usually do a few sets and, and, and try to beat the seconds. Like I would do 30 seconds, 45 seconds, a minute, something. And, and then like, then I'd go maybe the next week, 40, 50 a minute or a minute 10, like something just a little, just to go a little more, but nothing crazy with it because it, it wouldn't really make a difference, you know, how long I plank for because at some point you're just going to like start wasting time. So like, that's always with anything in life. That's like working out, you know, you can, you can do 15 to 20 sets really hard and, and that's the peak. Like you can't get any better with that. And, and then, but like if you go 30 or 40 or 50, you're just, more negative than good you're hurt you're not doing anything positive right so to you want that's the kind of the in life trying to find that sweet spot in whatever we do with that hello good to see all of you guys taking a look at your questions here guys nope i'm 275 at the moment and then uh 275 easily when on my carb day shoot over to two i go between 282 285 
Um, I could very easily, if I started increasing my carbs right now, getting the body fat down as low as possible, and then gonna gonna really carb up and and, and sustain that once I'm at a comfortable point. I'm just kind of right now going. I'm getting the conditioning and body fat as low as possible, maintaining my my muscle mass and working on the shoulder like crazy with everything and trying to get this range of motion back fully with everything. And then it will be go get to the wrestling weight of probably being in that 280, 290 range. But right now I'm just stripping away all the remaining body fat. And uh, and like if you saw me in person on this show, this camera looks might don't look anything like it's crazy how you can look from Instagram to TikTok depending on the camera angle and whatnot. But yeah. Naughty, I haven't been 250, brother, and I don't even, I don't even know. It would take so much work to, to get down to 250. Like, even, like, now with how hard the cardio and the sauna, everything, it's, like, stays in the 270s. But I'm just trying to, to really, every week, just make small little changes and get that body fat a little lower, a little lower, while I get this shoulder mobility and everything, trying to kinks worked out, waiting for this trademark. and that will boost up a little bit uh, as far as upping the carbs because right now they're low uh, six days a week and uh, one day of, 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 of good, of, of moderate to high carb day with my one cheat meal usually. Uh, Chance says, can you tell us a story about when something went wrong in the ring, but you and the other wrestler saved the match? First thing that just comes to my mind is it was a battle royal, and I think it was on it was on TV. It was me when me and Axel were together as Ryb Axel, and we were in it, and I believe Roman was winning it. So it, this had to have been, and it's probably online somewhere, and I'm sure somebody will know what happened. I, I can tell you what something happened in the ring in the battle royal it had I'm, 2014 i'm guessing was ribaxel it had to have been the because in the 2013 end of 2013 or 14 in 2014 it was a battle royal i think on raw and roman was going over something happened uh in the match in the battle royal somebody got eliminated that wasn't supposed to get eliminated everything was a mess i'm talking like there were there were some pretty bad mess ups and nobody it couldn't get on track. I just, I don't know what, like, because the order, something just was wrong. And I remember just somebody on the outside, because like, I was getting times from Noble. I was I'm keeping track. So for people that don't think I've been hell involved, I was doing some times, not just me. I'm sure there's other people too. But you, you got to, there's certain things and you relay things and it's good to be in that position. And you kind of, they're, they're letting you communicate more. It was a good, it was a good thing. And uh, I just, something happened in Roman. We, I don't know what it was, but I just I told Roman, hit me an axle with a double double spear. And we got him. We shot him off. And I don't know if we did a double duck and he hit us with a double double spear. But it was something. We had to figure out something to start getting the eliminations back in order on it. It, it was, it was. I don't know how it got so off. I don't know if somebody fell off the turnbuckle. It was and I, I, we're out there just working, so we don't know. So somebody will probably be able to see if you go to 2013 or 14, and uh, something went wrong. 
in that. And I just remember that was we started getting back on track. And I don't know if I had if he we had him eliminate me and Axel individually or if somebody else eliminated us right after. But we there was they're like just something had to happen. And I just remember that wasn't part of the match or anything, but we just called an audible and got to it. And then from that, and very simple, but from that, it was things were able to, to get back on track, if I if I recall correctly. But other than that, and to the, and I'm just giving you personal experience matches, the, the, the Elimination Chamber match was all hell. Nothing went right in that. That was, was so much got left out that you guys, that, that match, a lot went got put into that match that got thrown out that people, you know, and I know people it never was going to, it was, it was a horrible match from what it, it should have been, but it was also great because the crowd was still there at the end. It was my first time winning a, a championship with that. And it was, it was Daniel Bryan was out there. It was a cool, it was a cool, nice, nice deal, but it was bittersweet because, uh, the, the pod broke where Wade and, and, and uh, Dolph, where D- Wade was throwing Dolph into the pods and he threw him into Mark Henry's and it broke Mark Henry's pod. Mark was Mark was only supposed to be in there at the very end. And I don't think he was even supposed to be in there long, uh, from what I recall with this. And because he was, re- I think, a replacement for Rusev, um, which threw everybody, like it, it was, threw everybody off. Um, I. So that happens. I'm in my pod. I'm supposed to come in next. And I'm supposed to blow a comeback on two people, which the majority I think was Wade Barrett. Well, Mark's pod breaks. Ideally, we would have wished Mark stayed in the pod. I understand why he did it. It it came off. They should have had the referees. All they would have had to have done is have a referee just stand there or, or send a referee from the back. And again, on the fly thinking, it, it's easier to look at it and, and say after the fact that while it's going on, if they would have just had a referee come running out and just to stay there, if you come out, you're, you're going to disqualify sort of thing, have the commentators put that over, the match could have stayed on track. As performers, I think we all would have preferred that that was the case. And we could have easily worked around that and stayed away from that, right? Mark comes in and uh, proceeds to eliminate Wade, who needed for my comeback. Uh, I think he eliminated somebody else. So now guys are missing out of this match that are supposed to be in this match. We have we have a lot of match to go. And uh, my pod opens, so I'm supposed to come in red hot with this big comeback. We had to bounce around guys and. Mark Henry's the only one standing in the ring. So if you go back and you can go watch, and I just start firing away and firing away. And I was just going to keep going. I was just going to keep doing things within within the structure to set up to maybe like a spine buster or something just to get him down and then figure out like we don't know what we're doing. Now, this has now turned into a well-orchestrated match with when you have this many people, five, six people, you have to in with a, in the chamber, things have to be worked out so smoothly on this or else things can go absolute ape shit really quickly. Mark tries to, to shut me down. He legit swings at me in my comeback to like to, to, to shut me down. I just duck and keep going, get him into a corner, keep going. I'm like, I'm not going to get shut down right away. I'm like, like, just, just, we're not doing anything crazy. 
<clears throat> and uh, it ended up, um, there was a point, there's me, Dolph Ziggler, R-Truth, and Mark Henry. There's four of us in the ring, and everybody's up. And I think Sheamus might have been in the pod still or, or something. And uh, and we're circling. And now you can imagine, and we're all looking. Like, guys, you have to – so for that, you have to be able to look and orchestrate and pair off, and you have to be able to, like – guys have to know. But, but if you know, they were the – it was just not an ideal situation. And uh, especially when you got a guy in the match who was not expected to be in the match hardly long at all, was just filling in, who was at the end of his career. It was, it was a very difficult thing for everybody. And um, I just look at Dolph and I go, Dolph, what do we do? And he goes, I don't fucking know. And, uh, and I just, and I, and I already knew we were, we were, we were in trouble because it was, the people that we had in there, it was, you know, and, and it was, it was difficult. Uh, and because some things, so Dolph starts calling some things for, uh, Dolph, we needed to do a thing where Dolph needed time to think. Right. So Dolph finally, as we're circling, there's a long period where we're circling. Everybody's like, we're actually trying to figure out. And from there, me and Dolph had a spot where I'd always pick him up in the stalling where we could talk right there and like usually joke around. But Dolph needed to get put up in that suplex so he could think. And, like, we just needed to try to get some eliminations and get some things cleared out. And some something kept going wrong in, in that. But finally we got to where I got Dolph in the suplex. And, like, Truth and Henry, like, paired off. And, and like, and then we Dolph was able to call something to, to get to where we were able to get things flowing again. But, like, that's what was going on in that. It was a complete... Like listen, Vince was in the back laughing his ass off. Wait with Wade Barrett. Wade doesn't let me forget this. Wade gets out of there as quickly as possible. Vince and them all are laughing. They thought it was hilarious because Wade didn't ask to get eliminated. Mark just hit him with, I think, a world's strongest slam. And Wade was like, it's finish. And uh and, and everybody's just acting on the fly. Well, the problem is now like you got a guy that just hit his finish on a guy that that needs to be in the match. So Wade's at the back, they're all just laughing their ass off at how much of a mess this is that we're trying to figure this out. Just so people like know how not serious this is, like that's what's going on because they know nobody's at fault with this and everybody. We finally got it on track and me and Seamus got, had some cool things at the end, but we missed, we had to leave so much out. One of the things went wrong, the, the stunts that we had, couldn't be done, something broke out there. It, it was a mess, absolute mess. But that was that was the most chaotic thing I'd ever been a part of of that just because of how many people and we got an elimination chamber and you can't like, just like do things like, Hey, yeah, let's just throw me off here on the, like, you know what I mean? It's and it, like, that's where it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you have high flyers in that or thing. It would have been even worse if we had high flyers, because then if all the planned things that you need to work out, like you can't do, you know what I mean? It would have been so, but we got it on track. And the fact that the people popped at the end still is to me, it's, I go, we, we were all right, but it, it wasn't a, it, it, it was, it's just, it's not something you want, want to happen, but it's, I'm not, I'm not upset. I'm like, actually, I go, it's actually cool that we actually did get through that still with that. Cause that could have been way worse than, than what it was. Great. Dolph is absolutely fantastic. 
what's going on? Good to see all of you guys. Yes, the more people that are in a match, the more difficult it is. 100%. Because you're dealing with, you know, with a one-on-one match, you've got two people. You've got your referee. And and you are communicating with each other. And it's just you and the other person. Now you get a third person. And then, then now you have now another person. And then you got to also remember you're dealing with people and wanting to get things in. And, and depending on, on how understanding or where they are at on the card or how, you know, good you guys get along. It, you, so now you're, you're communicating more on trying to set this matchup to make sense and to where everybody's happy, essentially. Right. And because then that's how it goes. And then you got four people, five people, six people. Now you got timing of things. You've got to let people have to do certain things at certain times because they might not be doing a lot at other times. And so that's where, and then you got, you got the chamber and you've got things right in order. So guys have to have things worked out. Guys got to know what other things are going on with other people on it. You got to know when you need to be going. You got to know when to be kind of lay lay selling and stay small, let other people have their moments and, and tell their stories. Right. So it's, uh, I've always, it, anytime you're dealing with more people, it's always more difficult, always. And there's more likelihood for things to go wrong with that. And like, so with that, when you've got chamber with five people still in there and the whole chamber matches out the window because the order of eliminations, we knew where we had to get to the eliminations. So that's eventually what we we improvised and, and got to. But we we needed one of those guys in there for the, for the next part of the match and, and that got thrown out. What do you do? But that's why if anyone ever talk like you know the people they, they talk about how bad of a match the elimination chamber match was well yeah it, it, rightfully so you know I don't care who you have in there on that something like that it, it it's it, it's not that's not an easy situation to to be in and it's very rarely is anything like that I don't know ever I don't, I don't think it's ever happened in another elimination chamber match I wouldn't want it I wouldn't wish it to happen to anybody else you know with that but uh. It was, I'll tell you, it was an adrenaline rush, though, because it was like, you're out there, and it, we've done matches on the fly all throughout our lives at different times at developmental, and but when you're dealing out on pay-per-view and everybody's watching or, or more eyes are on you, you've got a full arena, and you're supposed to win the match, you're just like, it's like, ooh, we got we to gotta get this on track. Yeah, so this is I actually, this was in the news. I, I saw with, with Cowboy Bob Orton, it, it says a question is, uh, what do you think of Randy Orton not wrestling again? Do you think he should retire or make a return but not wrestle uh, and be uh, in promos only? Yeah, so I don't know what the situation, and who knows, you know, I know Cowboy Bob Orton, it, it said, I just saw on Twitter that he made a comment of, uh, that the doctors supposedly told Randy Orton uh, they advised him that he probably shouldn't wrestle again. Now that you, we need more context than than just that. You would have to then Randy would have to uh, address that, and because doctors often they could say Randy very well may be fine and able to come back, and the doctors just gave their opinion. Go if I were you, I really probably wouldn't go back and do this. Doctors do this all the time. With things they go you can you'll be you know but it, it's 
there's just dog to go, why you're healthy. You've, you've got your, like, they look at it. They're just saying like, live a life, the rest of your life, healthy and pain free. Like if you go back to this, it's very physical. All the work that we did is essentially going to, could, could, could be made worse. Right. Or, or injuries could return, right. Something else could happen. So I think that needs to be addressed. I don't know how many people are actually, I am familiar with this where doctors will go, they go, no, we can clear you back to wrestle. You're not actually, we're not, we just personally just, uh, you know, you shouldn't do it. Like, because they're looking at it from a health standpoint of my stem cell doctor is the same way. He goes, I understand why he goes, it's your life, your goals and like your things. And he goes, I just think you're, we've worked so hard to get you healthy. Why would, you know, we just talk, we have, we have that communication, but I'm clear on that, my back, like there's no issues. There's no, no threat. I didn't have a fusion. I didn't have surgery. Everything's back to normal. He's just like, what, you know, but so that's where I know doctors, they, they, they could say, oh, you shouldn't wrestle again, but you're not actually, you are medically cleared to go back and wrestle. So that would have to be addressed by only Randy, obviously at that. And, uh, but, but say, but say that is what they did. And they told him that, and they, they won't clear him with that. And then, you know, and then does he seek other, another opinion or things or, you know, he's a smart guy. And, and I, 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 if I were him, I would take, I would take my time with this. I wouldn't rush to any decisions. I would enjoy being home. Hell, even if it's another year and then, then see how you're feeling and, uh, or shit, give yourself six months. Don't rush to anything. And, uh, unless it's absolutely something you just, you, you want to get back and you know, you're ready to get back. That's different. But if it's something that it's more serious, like give yourself some time what is there left that you want to do? Is it worth the, the risk to reward ratio with where you're at? And, and, you know, Randy, could Randy be, uh, you know, be used in another capacity? Absolutely. <clears throat> but oftentimes talent, you know, it, it's, would he want to be a GM or something like that? And I don't, I don't know. Only Randy would be able to answer that. And, you know, that's something that, that, you know, maybe traveling once a week, maybe it could be appealing to him and he keeps, keeps making good money and, and, and stays, stays a little busy, stays active on TV, cutting promos until they figure the back thing out. That, that could be possible as well. But, um, you know, from, if he had the fusion and it was multiple, was it one or two or was it three? It was, but I don't, I don't know how severe any of that was with his, with his back injury, but it's, um, a scary situation with that and when you're dealing with 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 hardware and surgeries and you know on a business that you're going right back into to bumping and getting thrown around and getting all all misaligned and it's you know so i just i whatever he chooses as i i've mentioned before i have nothing but all the respect in the world for him and 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 i'm sure he'll make the right decision for him and his family and so hopefully just can live a life of, of little to no pain and, and be happy and healthy. And uh, he's done everything you could do in wrestling. He could do, of course he could do more. Anybody could, you could always do more, but, but hopefully he's satisfied and, and happy and content with the, with the, the amazing career that he's had. And, uh, and, and, and we'll see what the future holds. I do have a, my Nexus figure. I have my Skip Sheffield one. Super chat chance. Thank you very much. Thank you for that detailed answer right back. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Chance grows biz. Thank you very much for asking a good question. 
uh, I, somebody we talked about the superstar Billy Graham on last week's, the end of last week's show, somebody saying he's on, on life support. I'll have to look up and see the, the situation. I have not seen that, but, uh, nothing but positive thoughts. And, uh, hopefully he, uh, hopefully everything's all right. I don't know what the situation is on that. It is, uh, it's never good to hear that though. And now I'm very sorry to hear that. Brody asked me, have I ever met Prince Albert or Tenzai? Yeah, a few times. Wrestlers get paid. If somebody asks how much do wrestlers get paid per day, that varies depending on each individual talent's contract. Uh, Ryback, did you work uh, with Finley? And do you agree he's very underrated? If you watch his European stuff, he's one of the best ever. Uh, yeah, I got along with Finley very well in WWE. He produced a lot of the tag matches that me and Axel were in, so I got to work with him more um, there. The word always was that he, and I never knew him, but he knew me from developmental, And, and but I was never, he would just occasionally be down there. You know, a tendency, I think, with, with bigger guys in the business sometimes from people that are, who are considered, you know, good, good workers or, uh, could sometimes until people know you, they, they might just take up the approach that they don't like you. Uh, I don't believe I've ever, I was always friendly with them. Always. I don't know. He just didn't know me. He hadn't worked around me. He hadn't talked to me. So I always had heard that he, he just, he didn't like me, even though I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't aware of that. It was, uh, and then he, once we started working together, he, I think early on, he, he'd make, he would take some jabs here and there. And that's where I found out because I'd fire back. And, uh, I'm not, and not like nothing like crazy, but, but just like if it says something, say something right back and, uh, and just smile at each other. And that's just how I, I'm a grown man. I'm not going to, I don't, I don't play. Like I, I came up through the deep South and getting put through shit and I was done with it. I was done with it. And, uh, but the more we worked together and then Joey Mercury came up and, and told me at one point, he just goes, I'm, I'm very proud of you. He goes, Finley stands up for you in the meetings quite often. And that was the guy that didn't like you. And, uh, and he speaks up on your behalf a lot and or enough. And like where, and, and we, and we never didn't get along, but it, I think it just turned into not knowing me. And then and two, I think he probably respected that I wasn't a pussy with it and things. Whereas a lot of guys might just put their head down and let them just say whatever to him. Right. That can never know but that in that atmosphere. I'll tell you just straight up. That's not, not me like being a dick or an asshole or anything. Like if Vince ever got word of anything like that, that people like punch you out like that, you're done. So it's like, you can't. And I, I was well aware long from how I came up and what I learned at developmental. And like I said, it was a grown man. So it's like, it, it's just, it doesn't, it wouldn't fly anywhere with it. Um, but I always, uh, that was always really cool because I always liked him. I always respected him and, and like, I, I loved watching him. I don't, I, I hate when people say people are underrated. With that, I think it's, it's to who I, to me, he's always been been great. I always enjoyed watching him to a lot of people, you know. I don't so, and I enjoyed his whole WWE run that he did. And I thought he was very entertaining, and, and you know that God, him and his if he got to be, you know, that was after his injury. He came back from that he retired from and was out for a good period of time. You imagine him back in, in those days, but with in WWE, man, and his stuff. It, I, I'm a big fan of. of believability and in intensity and, and he does all the little things if better than than pretty much anyone or as good as anyone 
with he uh, very aggressive and believable with that and, and vicious. And, and that is, that's how if guys that are the high flyers could, could, could combine the high flying at the right time with like the intensity of a believability of Finley on the ground game and on the, just, and just, just, in, and just the striking and just everything, the movements, every money, money. And that should be, that's where that, that is, I'm a big fan of all of that. So, yeah, but I, I don't think he's underrated. I think he, people that know, know how great he is with that. It's just sometimes if you're not in the big promotions for a good part of your career, it, it it's not as highlighted as it is, you know, WWE, now AEW, those are the places to, to get seen and with impact behind. And, but like you need to, it's like, if you do something on impact, it's not the same as doing it on WWE. It's just not seen by as many people. It doesn't mean it's not, doesn't mean anything. It's just not seen by as many people with that. And so, not as many people could be appreciative of it because they're not familiar with it. Uh, somebody says there's also news that Bray Wyatt is not listed on the WWE roster on any brand. That could be possible. So for guys, sometimes people, if they're injured, will get left off the list. Or if they're injury is um, something they're not sure about or whatever's going on, a personal matter, injury. If somebody's just, they're not, they're not going to be used for the foreseeable future that for something's going on, they'll remove them off the list. Uh, I've seen those lists. I've been in, in the talent relations. Those lists go around. You see the top baby faces. I've been on those. I've been the top baby face, top heel. I've been on that literally multiple points on those things and you see them on that. And it's just for them to have an idea who they have available every week when they're booking and, and they keep things in a certain order. So they, they could just, they always keep things matchups with guys that are being used similar. You know what I mean? It's just good. How it's a good reference point for the most part. Um, you know, now, now that could be bad in the sense of if something is going on with them in WWE and he's not coming back, that could be an explanation for for why he's off, but I don't think that that is. I don't. I don't know anything outside of. It's just. I just know there could be multiple reasons why you could be left off of that, but still be very much figured in. You're just being left off of it. Also, they will do stuff like that when they want to do a surprise. You know, they're not going to put a, a person returning. They they sometimes will leave that off if they're trying to try to do something really cool and like. So there is a possibility that it's not a negative with it. It's just you have to. That's under. That's important to understand. So, but but it's. I mean, he's been gone. It's not great that with everything and the buildup, and then that got prolonged with Uncle Howdy, and and then everything with the L.A. Night kind of like it just kind of and disappeared. That's not good from a storyline standpoint. From a you know, unless there's something going on where you can't control it, and I just hope for whatever's going on that 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 he's okay. But he's came up with him, and we all. We've all seen each other grow and, you know, he, and things happened. He had his family and, and the business and, you know, started a new family and you just hope everything's okay. And cause life is, life is difficult on its own as it is in trying to be the, the biggest wrestling company in the world and, and dealing with all the drama and the BS and all that and the injuries and the, the everyday stuff and managing life is very few people can do it. And he's already done it for for a long period of time, and it, it's it's not easy. And um, so you, you got to be conscious of that of stuff that, that life is and 
everybody's human and we're people and it's dealing with all this stuff you deal with plus a whole bunch more so let's just hope everything's all right i'm drinking uh caffeine free this is this is a bottle a gold peak bottle unsweetened tea but this is i have a caffeine free raspberry i've got the flavored caffeine free teas blueberry peach wildberry raspberry oh i'm drinking those things up with a bunch of, i drink those all, all in the bottles i get them pre-made and, and been going on those outside of my two half the servings of wake up unlimited energy for my caffeine for the day uh tyler sugar says do i have the potential to be the world heavyweight champion i would so i'm gonna imagine you coming into my promoter's office tyler after you know, out there sweet sugar sugar opening the show in, a, in which you were you were squashed by one of my up and coming uh, larger guys, uh, Big Bermuda. The Big Bermuda is on the rise, and uh, he uh, from the Bermuda Triangle, a very mystery large opponent. We had to get him over strong on you, and then you come into the office after all beat up, selling the injury still like a little mark, and he asked me like, "Do I have the potential to be world heavyweight champion?" What I would do is I would sell you some of my feed me more nutrition on the wall. And you would leave out of that promoter's office with a with a few tubs of the ISO hungry plant powered vanilla mocha protein. I'd have you on a, a few bottles of the big guy male performance formula and uh, and the shell shock weight management formula to keep that body fat in check while you're bulking up. And uh, we try to get you to that to that world heavyweight weight weight limit. Try to get you in that in the mid two fifties on that. And uh, however long it takes, you may have to be in the promotion for, for eight, nine, 10 years before we get you to that weight. A lot of feed me more nutrition. We'll give you a little discount because you work for the company and uh, you know, we'll see how it happens. Long-term, long-term storytelling. will make the weight gain part of your gimmick. I hope you heal up, Tub. Thank you, uh, or TDB20. Thank you very much. And I'm very sorry for your uh, injury there. And uh, I, I appreciate the kind words. Brother, somebody's asking, can I tell us how the Nexus formed? We literally have interviews for years since that, all talking about that. You have to know how it's formed at this point. Because you clearly seem like a Nexus fan asking about it. So like, you would have to know. Uh, good question here. Do you? Uh, this is something I actually like to answer. Do you think pranksters and prank culture in general need to go away? Uh, I, I think it's a very dangerous thing. Um, there's different levels to it. Obviously, um, when you're pranking somebody, you know, and, there, and it's not, that's not something you want to have happen all the time. But it's one thing if you're pranking somebody you know, uh, or it, it, it's not truly gonna gonna ruin somebody's day or hurt, has the potential to hurt them or, or cause emotional frustration, right, or, or, or scare them. There's just certain, like, there, you see a lot of things, and you never know what's real. I can just tell you, anytime I see on social media one of these, somebody that's out in public, and, and they go and they use other people to essentially make that other person, at their expense, get their content. Now, people that do that, I have no respect for. I, I don't agree with it one bit. If I see any of that, I block it. I don't even, don't comment on it. Don't help them feed into the algorithm. Just block them. Best thing you could do. Um, whenever you see somebody doing it, don't comment. What Just block on that. And don't, because that comment's going to help them get seen by more people. Uh, 
you know, I've seen, you never know what's real or what's not real, you know, what, what's planned, what's not planned. And, but like, there, there's a lot of people out there that are, that are just using people to get content. And I have, I have no respect for that in that sense. Um, you know, then there's other stuff that's harmless where there, there's, you know, pranks that are harmless. And again, where's the line on that? That line might be different for everybody, but it's, I just think it's, there's other ways to get content. And, and I, you know, I have nothing, I, I, there's nothing wrong with like trying to do prank videos where if you just try to make it look real as much as possible and nobody's getting really hurt, but still people get outraged over it. Right. So it's like, I just, I just choose not to even watch it outside of when it pops up. And if I see that something, something harmful, you know, like, or something that just can really frustrates the other person. Like I'm very understanding to why that person's frustrated on that and by the way they're getting that person frustrated they're causing all the problems that person's reacting normally in the sense of like that they that it's not okay with that right to do that and then people are putting that online getting that person you know people making fun of that person that are like oh that guy go look it's it's just horrible but that's online culture so we're never going to change i'm telling online this is why i just avoid it block it anything i see i, I consume i try to interact with the good block the bad, just keep going. We ain't going to change. The, if the masses act a certain way with how people behave online. Best thing to do is just stay away from them in, in that and like, just don't consume, don't let them even, don't hear them. We don't hear them by not even seeing them. Best way possible on that. But it's, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. How do you make it go away? You know, I, I just think there's people, I saw there was a video and this wasn't even a prank. These were just, uh, it was an African-American couple. I'm assuming they're a couple. And uh, they, they, they filmed a video of, of taking the ice cream top off and licking the ice cream and putting it back. And that, which that is uh, highly offensive. And, and I believe there's a severe penalty if you're caught with that, from, from what I understand. And, uh, and that video was going viral. I saw last week on that. And I'm just like, I don't, and they're a younger couple or brother, sister or couple. I don't know what they were, but I just go, I, I just go, is that what, this is what I'm talking about when you talk about like evil or just un, untruly miserable people. Some people are, there's no saving or there's nothing. It's like, what do you do when you have people like that? And there's a lot of people out there that are just like, it's just try to just stay around good people and and and, and, and just avoid it at all costs. But I, I saw that and I'm just like, that's that's your idea of like how smart do you think you are? You that you, and you went viral. Everyone's posting it. And I'm sure you're on social media where you post. You're gonna get found, and that's probably gonna cost them severely, severely with that. I have no doubt that they're not gonna find them because there's just it, it's too easy now. So. But a lot of them go too far on the pranks. You're welcome, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, Chance says Bray Wyatt on the microphone. His money as a wrestler is money as well. Bray Wyatt is a fantastic pro wrestler. 
I hope he is doing well, uh, living life on the road as a famous person. It has to be hard. And you hear everybody talk about it. And this is one of the, the worst things <clears throat> because people don't understand it. Pro wrestlers are, are some of the most famous people on the planet when you're on TV routinely, weekly, and seen and on social media. And the videos on social media are the most viewed videos right there. I think slap fighting finally has surpassed them. But it's up. They just, it's, it's most noticeable people. Most people slap fight people aren't going to be noticed. It's the videos being watched. People recognize pro wrestlers as much as anybody. And, you know, when you have to do that and you, you're constantly having to travel and be around people, everything you do is, you know, you're on the road. It's not you can't just work out at home like I've got my home gym here. There's a reason why I have a home gym here. There's a reason why I have things set up to where I don't have to. And I've been gone now. It's it, it's But still, like that's how because whenever you're on the road and traveling, you go eat pictures, pictures, autographs. People just want to take from you constantly. I mean, this is what you realize really quickly. It, it, it. Don't get me wrong. You'll, it, you'll get people that you do meet, but like you got to remember, a lot of times you just want to. You don't want to interact with people. You just want to relax and you just want quiet because your life is just constant noise and in, in chaos with it. And so, like you go out to eat or like you go get a rental car. People know you from the rental car place. People notice you as you're walking to the rental car place. People like. So you're constantly just looking for moments of silence as wrestlers with that. And that's not figuring in anything else that's going on. So just, it is uh, in, you know, you go to the airports and there's no hiding, no hiding at all. You just, it's, it's on. And it's like, it's constantly interactions and questions and things nonstop. And it's like, that's why wrestling, like most wrestlers are all great, fantastic people. But like you have things or you're on the phone and people are just oblivious that you're on the phone and they don't care. And and it's just so you're constantly having to just like just try to be nice and just uh, keep keep moving. And, you know, but that's like just on the road, no matter where you then you got to go to your job. What's your job? Oh, now you got to go do this in front of everybody and go do it at a very high level because there's people watching that if you don't and you're getting reported on every show that you do like like. You, you know, it, it's a very, the, I found it very easy once you're in the routine and going, but it's like, and you don't think about it, but when you're out of it and you look, you go, oh, I can see how that's, you're constantly just under stress, flying all the time. I hate it. I was always under stress just flying. Like, never know when it's going to be your last time like going in, like you have no control when you're in the air, but those emotions, I can't, that's just how it is. But I got used to it. I can go do it, but it's like your body is just under a constant, more stress at all times. TV days are always more stressful than live event days. Live event days are still stressful. They're just not as stressful as other days. <clears throat> the most relaxing moments typically for me would be once I got in my front door, I would literally, without hitting my bags and just lugging bags around all week, go take my bag straight upstairs, throw things in the washer, get everything set up to be ready to get packed again so that I could just enjoy about a day and a half home of like, and that night would always be that Wednesday night was always the most relaxing because I would get one night of sleeping that I didn't have to worry about having to wake up and get on an airplane or having to make sure I'm up so that I can get my food and go to the gym and, and to get my things done that I have to do before I have to go go to the show, like on the road. And like it, it's it's a whole different life, whole different life. And it's very that it's just not understood you know, by, by the majority of people of, of what, 
a lot of pro wrestlers and, and things have gotten easier in the sense of and for the better that that schedule is not what it what it was but it's still the WWE close to that I'm enjoying Imperium I have I've uh Imperium is um I I've enjoyed that whole the whole deal with the trio with the two with the two of them and 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 Gunther the trio they're all all doing a great job Gunther is just keeps his 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 stock I would have to say just from what I could see has to continue to keep rising and uh you know it'll be it's just adding layers and it'll be interesting to see you know, with him, I think the, the important thing it will be adding layers onto that character as time goes on. You know, he's a very serious character right now. And, and you, you want to get to a point where you can evolve that and grow that. Not everyone's going to be completely well-rounded and have comedic timing. and But you can implement a little pieces of it here and there once, once the time is right. And it'll be interesting to see how they do that with, with him and the group and as time goes on. But as of right now... Early on in his career is very promising. Yeah, the farting pranks are pretty pretty funny. That's what see the farting pranks are like harmless. Where guys like just going down the escalator and like the guys that, that fart and people are reacting. Nobody's really getting hurt on that stuff, right? On that and uh, like. That's where there's like levels, but then once you like infringe on a person's like when the people that like lean into people and go ah, and like you're 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 infringing on people's personal space and just it's I don't know even though those you know it's just it's there's people too that like run into people or hit people with things I'm like what are you doing you don't know what if somebody has a bad hip and like just something I don't uh I don't understand it. But there's just it's just the culture it continues, the idiocracy continues, and it, it, it's it's not something I would ever contemplate ever thinking of doing it. But we we live in in, in much different times than just even twenty years ago. Yeah, that's why I'm saying you look for time for yourself is very little on the pro wrestling schedule, and you just enjoy moments. It's whether I always enjoyed those car rides. Because nobody, nobody, me, my audiobooks or music drive into the next city and um, and, can, and can just relax and get to that hotel that you, I always hated staying at the TV hotels whenever I'd have media or stuff because all the, 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 the stalkers all hang out at the airport, at the, the airport stalkers and they go to the, they know the TV hotels and they'll all be waiting. So you'd be driving three, four, five hours, dead ass tired, lugging your bags in to check into your hotel. And you've got 20, 30 people sometimes just sitting there that want pictures and autographs so they can go sell. And then you just get to a point where you just go, have a good night, guys. Not mean, just, but I'm not. There'd be other times I did sign. And then once you figure it out, you go, no, these people don't give a shit about you regardless. Because clearly you can see by the by things you hear. It's just like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take more time out. of. I'm going, I'm going to go to go get ready for bed. And um, because it's never ending, they're constantly People will just keep taking from you and taking from you and taking from you. And it only, it will only hurt you in the long run. So I'll tell you, I had a guy and this isn't a, a, a younger guy came up to me in Walmart, uh, not Walmart, Walgreens down the road the other day. 
and uh, I'm in line, and he just come he comes running over, and he and he goes, "Hey, Ryback, oh my God, can I get a picture of you?" And there was people in line with me right there, and I just literally, at no hesitation, I go, "No, no, I don't like, I don't want to do a picture right now." I literally, I go, "How you doing?" I shook his hand. I, I go, "I hope you have a good day, though." And he goes, "Thank you." And that was and he, and he ran off, but I was like, I didn't, I didn't want to take a picture right there, and that's not not trying to be. I, I one, I don't like pictures unless I want to take one with it and there's a lot of times I do take it at different times but if I don't I never feel bad and I never not remotely in the slightest mean about it say hello shake his hand I'd rather do that I'd rather you just ask me something that but you know but there's and it was it was a pleasant interaction and but there's some people that get really mad at that they don't they they think that they don't get what they want then they then they go oh you're an asshole not at all like it's just we don't we're not required to like we don't want to take photos every chance we get <clears throat> take a look at your questions here welcome to the Ryback show What are my thoughts on no fat semen retention? I don't really, I don't, I know there's the, the no nut November. I've never participated in that. So I don't, it outside of, I, you know, then we've had the people on the show and, and, and avoiding, I think, I think avoiding like porn and those things as much as possible. I think that that is, uh, I think that it is a good idea. I think that stuff is, highly addictive and, and especially for young people to get, get caught up on it. And uh, it's, that's something it, it's crazy. Cause I am friends and, and know the women in that industry, uh, quite a few of them. And, and I don't, I don't watch and not to say I've never watched cause I did used to watch. I just got away from it years ago and it's way better. Not <clears throat> just because it, it, it just, that stay away from all the dating apps, all that stuff, because all that stuff is just just addicting, and you don't have, I don't have the time for it. First of all, but you know, it depends on what you're doing it for. If you're trying to like stay away from from like the porn and stuff, and you 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 don't want to, you just stay away. Then then so be it, you know. But I don't understand. Everything's like just I don't understand like the no November thing and all that. It's like if you, but if you hate, it's everything. If somebody just wants to do it to mentally challenge themselves, you know, that's, that's cool. Like the Seinfeld episode, see who, who can go the longest. Like it's, you know, Yeah, Chance says I'm a huge Shawn Michaels fan, and I met him for the first time at a at a book signing. We waited for hours. He wasn't very pleasant, but I, I chalked it up to a bad day for him. Yeah, I don't know what happened on that one. I've never like on signings and things that you you never want to leave fans with a bad interaction, especially when they're when they're paying to come and see you and, and meet you. And I've always liked to think never had that happen, but it, it's very understandable how something could happen. All it takes is a bad interaction. It could have been a bad interaction prior. Something could have happened before. I don't know with that. Um, I just, it's everyone for the most part is, you know, 
just you're dealing with just people though that are, are you're dealing with nonstop. Sean's talked about in this book. I feel like think a lot a lot the same way along what he was talking about. What I read on that, like people bothering him when he's with his family and different things, trying to just like there's just levels to this stuff and like people like with common sense know when to like not you know bother somebody and then other people are just oblivious to it. They're just complete because they're so caught up in what they want. They they don't actually care. Is what it is, and it, it's just. But there's levels to it, so. But I don't know, like, with a, you know, on a meet and greet or something that that that's tough. But you know, it, it's. I've met him. He's been very good. He's helped me quite a bit. But you know, obviously in the business, and so there's going to be a different level there, anyways, right? And different. You're backstage. You're not around people. And, but it's. Uh, I've seen him. It's just. It, it could have just been. It was just a bad, bad experience with that, and or. You know, just not talkative and tired. I don't know on that. You never, you never want to do that, like on meet and greets and stuff. But I don't know what that situation was and how long. Help! I don't know how long he signed for. Sometimes too, maybe he was supposed to be done and, and something happened. It had to go longer, and I don't know. Probably sat in Nashville traffic. Yeah, traffic in any of the cities is, is pretty brutal now. What do I think of all the illegal immigrants coming to America? I'm, I'm, we have to protect our borders, and you have to come into this country legally. I think that that we need to, it needs to to be a top priority, because, uh, like I said, it, that is going to affect all of us, and it makes no sense why we are we are letting if if things are truly happening like they appear to be happening. Um, we all need, we, we need to be very concerned. It is, uh, it's not good. And we're not just having people and this isn't a, a, a race thing or ethnicity thing. It is, it's a legality thing and dealing with, with, with people that are coming here that, that are not good people on that and from other countries. And, and you're going to see things in, like crime and all these things. It's going to affect, it can affect each and every one of us in any state that we're in. And it's going to, the longer this goes on, the worse and worse it's going to get. And it is, um, there's borders and, and there's rules and for a reason. And things can, uh, things can go to shit really quickly. So I don't understand what, what I mean, I, I, I know why they're doing it and what's going on. And it, it, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. And uh, it's disappointing. But I think a lot of people, uh, no matter who runs, I just think everybody needs to hopefully be of the understanding we cannot leave these people in. And uh, and it's more than just them. There's a lot, there's much deeper things going on, but we need to, things were way better with Trump. I don't give a shit what anyone thinks about him. Everything was better. Life was better. Business was better. And, and it is, and our country was far better. So, uh, if you didn't like mean tweets, you should probably fucking get used to them because uh, we we need to we need to just this shit is is not not acceptable with with what's going on now. Somebody says they already allegedly arrested one terrorist who entered through the border. Yep. That's, uh, it is, this is what I'm saying. It is, it is this, 
It's very dangerous, very dangerous. And uh, it can affect each and every one of us. And, and very severe life-altering ways. Taking a look at some of your questions. Talked about the porn use there. Scrolling down. My favorite energy drink is our Feed Me More Nutrition Wake Up Unlimited Energy. Available on feedmemore.com. But with that, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap up today's show. I've got to get going. I've got a lot to do here today. And uh, we'll be back for another Ryback show tomorrow with everything. And uh, just checking one thing here real quick before we wrap up with that. But thank you, guys. As always, please check out my Feed Me More Nutrition over on FeedMeMore.com. We've got the discount codes in there in the comments and description as well. And until next time, my friends. Stay hungry. Feed me more. Hey, Rybackers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications for the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the latest cool new Ryback merch. Visit FeedMeMore.com.